Here we go! My name's Bubba. My name's Anna. And you're tuned in to Church Nerds, an LTN radio morning show and a proud member of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. Now, before we get started, we want to make sure that you have an idea of where you can get involved with LTN outside of this wonderful podcasting experience. Top notch. Z- just gold star podcast right here. I mean, we're talking <laughs> five star Michelin was that a thing? Michelin. Right? And that, like, I don't not know the tires, but like the. That was definitely, like, when you said Michelin, in my mind, I saw that big tire. The Michelin mu- man. The mu- mummy looking guy. Yeah. I Is think, he a mummy? I thought he was marshmallow. He's probably a stack of tires. He's probably a stack, but they're white. But they're white. Nah, <laughs> it's, it's falling apart. Uh, but if you want to get involved with LTN outside of church nerds, there's plenty of places for you to do that. You can obviously, first of all, go to lovethynerd.com. Wonderful articles, podcasts that are not just this podcast, our shows, all of the stuff you want to get involved with us going on a mission trip, all of the things that we do, you can find right there on lovethynerd.com. Some of those things include, but are not limited to, signing out. Well, let's sign back in. Um, some of those things uh, include, but are not limited to, ltnonair.com there's a listen button at the top there's also a radio button where you can find all this wonderful stuff but like we said we are on ltn radio we're an ltn radio morning show and you can listen to that all the time by going to ltnonair.com you can also go to lovethynerd.com slash twitch and that'll take you to our twitch channel if you don't know what twitch is it is watching somebody do something live on the internet Yes, I still need to get involved in Twitch in the like makers and crafters channels. It's weird because I can't find them because you there's not like there probably is, but I haven't figured it out how to go <laughs> to like here are just categories of things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go here. Like it just wants to suggest a bunch of things for me, but it Honestly, thinks, yeah. Here's yeah. It thinks yeah. I'm really interested in watching people stream video <laughs> games, and I am not interested uh, in that at all. I'm watch. I am interested in watching like specific people. Yes, because I want to support those people. But actually, watching video games is really boring to me. Get out of here! I'm so so sorry, Frost. I'm sorry. Bubba, no, I'm we, sorry. Listen, listen, lady, like, we get it, okay? We understand. Jate, I'm sorry. We understand, and that's completely fine. <laughs> but um, I've heard that, there, that is a, there are other channels. More on watching people not play video games okay. in a minute. Okay. But if you want to get involved with what we're doing on Twitch, which is not just video games, but also our other podcasts that we do, or we have some some different talk show stuff, all sorts of things, lovethynerd.com slash Twitch. Get you all the information you need there. Also, lovethynerd.com slash Facebook will take you straight to our Facebook community, if that's your jam. Or my personal favorite, lovethynerd.com slash Discord. Anybody seeing a pattern here? I'm seeing a pattern here. lovethynerd.com slash slash. The thing that you're probably- There's a slash after every one. Just try it. If it doesn't work, let me know because it just means I need to make the redirect. That's all that is. (laughs) But- um, that being said, lovethynerd.com slash church nerds will take uh-huh. you straight to this podcast's latest episode. That's where you want to go, people. 
That's the place. I know well, we told you how to get involved with us other places, and then we just brought you right back to church nerds. Yes, absolutely. All roads the lead good to stuff. church nerds. Well, you've been you've been doing a thing. Yeah. This so week. speaking of Twitch, I I stream Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on my own channel, twitch.tv slash bubba underscore LTN. And I try to play video games. I try to do a bunch of different things. You know, I'm like, I'm trying to work my way through you have, Destiny. You have like your own little programming that mm-hmm. you do, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. Yeah. Plans. I need it, but I need it. Yeah. Okay. If I don't have programming, I'm not programming for the sake of programming, but it's to help keep me. I think when people don't have programming, it's really obvious. Oh, 100%. So programming is good. That being said, my programming kind of went off the rails. Uh, yesterday that wasn't entirely your fault no uh so that would have been tuesday and i if if you guys follow me this is not a call to do that but if you follow me on facebook i post wordle every day and anna's just now realizing she hasn't done wordle Wordle today so Ah! i have because it's part of my daily routine i get up in the morning mainly what I'll do is I'll like get the kids ready. I'll feed the the cats and the dogs mm-hmm. and then I'll do Wordle. Mm-hmm. And then I take the kids to the bus stop and then I come and I start my day like actual, right? Yes. Um, post kids. Mm-hmm. And so I said to myself, dude, there's got, I've, I've got to have something in my life that's not Wordle. All right. Like the, on a regular frequent basis. I love what Wordle does. All right. <laughs> Yeah. What? (laughs) What? I'm just thinking like, it's funny that you want to incorporate daily routine kinds of things. Like there are so many things you could do. Mm -hmm. Bed making. Hey, listen. Daily quiet times. I don't need you yelling at me. um, (laughs) There's there's so many things, but you have chosen something else. So I'm shutting up. You go ahead. I'm trying trying to do something equally productive, right? I think it's great. I, so, think, I actually think it's, I do think it's great right, because okay. I've had this thought about what you're about to talk about. Go ahead. So long story short, I want, I, I like what Wordle does. I like yes. the community that it's building yes. on, on my page, which to me is still kind of, it's, it's hilarious and I don't, I don't understand it. I ever post my Wordle on my page. I just go find your thread and post it on yours. And I, I still, think a lot of people do that. They absolutely do. <laughs> and I still don't understand it. But I'm, I'm happy for it. Like, I like what it does. And I you know, I, I want, it, it seeks to do more of what I want to do, which is create places for people to engage in conversation and build relationships. All that being said, it can't be the only thing that I do. And Anna's like, why don't you read your Bible on the stream? And I'm like, that's I didn't, also- no, I didn't mean on the stream. That's also- I really didn't mean on the stream. I just meant in general. Right. You wouldn't, I suggested bed making. You wouldn't want to make your bed on stream. I'm not going to make my bed on the stream. I could. Please, Um, please do not stream from our bedroom. I don't like that. Well, I've done it before. (laughs) Um, But I I, I don't want to do that because I'm not trying to cram that. I'm not trying to cram Christianity down people's throats. Now that doesn't mean that I won't do it, but like on the regs, Mm -hmm. you know, um, there are plenty of other channels out there that do that. And I would love to shepherd you in that direction. Yes. If that's what you're looking for. Jake does that. Yeah. So. One of the things that I was like, I was like, dang, you know what? I mean, I've got, when I take the kids to the bus stop, there is, there, there's a woman who brings her kids out. They live right at the corner and she is, she's Hispanic and she speaks Spanish. Yes. I've, I've never heard her say one word of English. They, okay? There's only one English speaking member of that family. And so 
uh, it got me thinking. I'm like, okay, well, it's her and it's it's our neighbors and it's the people behind us. It's the people across the street. Yeah. Like the neighborhood that we live in is predominantly Hispanic. Our block is about 50%. Yeah. At, mm, maybe more. Well, you know, percentages aside, as we drive into our neighborhood, one of the most busy places is a place for people to wire money to their family yes. in Mexico. Yes. And so like that just speaks to the community that you and I find ourselves in. And yes. so I thought, man, how ridiculously pretentious is it for me to not learn the language? It, it's literally me saying, I just don't necessarily want to have a conversation with anybody right. in my neighborhood. <clears throat> if you, um, if you're interested in talking to me, you can learn my, my language. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, um, you know, kind of stepping outside of the privilege bubble a little bit, um, doing hard mm -hmm. things, being uncomfortable. I was like, man, we have Duolingo. We do do, we have done Duolingo. Yeah. Yeah. We've both done Duolingo. I, you, <clears throat> just to brag on you just a little bit mm -hmm, right now. Mm -hmm. When we went to Cancun, you, like, you're really good about going and trying to um, communicate with people who have languages other than your own. I'm not because I am intimidated and I don't want to sound stupid no. and like all manner of things. I just want to get in and mix it up. But you do, you do. And you probably say really stupid things, oh, but people like talking to you. And, you know, by the end of the trip, you are doing pretty good. And then you come home and you forget it. Lose but all you, of it. But you pick it up like way faster than I, than I do. And like when I, like we can be listening to a conversation and I just cannot differentiate words at all. <laughs> and you're like, oh, they're saying such and such. And yeah. I'm like, I know the words for those things, but I like can't even hear no. them in this conversation because it's like, it's mm -hmm. like my ear is not, um, I don't know. Yeah. You know, when like you learn to listen for certain things or to look for certain things and my, my ear is not trained properly. Yeah. So, I mean, that being said, I, I did decide, all right, I'm going to do it. And then like, mm -hmm. cause I'm in complete, you know, PC him garbage. Most times I was like, the only way I, this is going to work is I'm just going to buy the, the expensive thing. I'm going to buy Duolingo premium or whatever the heck it's called because I didn't read it that much. Um, <laughs> and it, maybe you should have bought Rosetta stone. It bills annually. And I'm locked in for a year on this thing. <laughs> All right. A year. And so, so in order Can, to what Caleb can't use it. He's been asking. Yeah, you can, well, you can log into my, here's the deal. If I want to upgrade to the family plan, it is not, I'm, I'm already in pretty deep. It is not a whole lot more. Really? Like I it mean, is very, yeah. it's negligible. We can talk about that later. But. In, yeah. Okay. Well, offline. Um, but anyway, I sat down I was like, you know what? I want to see if I can do this on, on like on my computer. Mm -hmm. Cause if I do it on the computer, if I can do it on stream. Yeah. And then yeah. maybe it can be a thing that I do on the stream yep. to make it a part of my routine. Yada, yeah. yada, yada. Because, sure it, enough, because you'll probably do it more that way. hundred percent. Yeah. Sure enough, you can. Mm -hmm. The only thing you can't do is when you use your phone, which is what we had been doing, it allows you to yell, Aeropuerto! <laughs> and get it wrong every <laughs> single time. Uh, it doesn't have voice recognition on the on the computer. Oh. And so, so you have to do all the typing ones. As I'm doing it, it's the same stuff. It just doesn't have those in the mix, right? Sure. As I'm doing it, I'm saying I'm saying it out loud. I'm repeating. I'm repeating back. I'm doing. And the then thing. your chat is yelling at you, like, "No, that's yeah. wrong. That's yeah. that's not right." Well, pueras that is, is pueras. 
Tú esperas. AU should be ow. 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 You know, so it's like, and, and so I, we did that. I was like, all right, I'm going to chat for an hour and then I'll do this for another hour and then we'll play video games for the last two hours. Mm-hmm. Played zero video games. <laughs> zero. Because. I did Duolingo well, for tried, three hours. You tried, but Destiny wasn't working. It was down. But that was fine. I think it was like providential, right? Because I was like, oh, you know, I was, I was, I was just more Spanish. And so we did. And like, the, I had people engaged. Like I had, I had people who showed up. They were like, Just oh, you're learning Spanish? You learn Spanish? Oh. Let's watch Bubba make an idiot of himself. No, they were helping. We want to feel smarter. I did not we know. We are smarter. I, again, this was like when I got VR and people were like, oh, I have VR. Like right. you've never said anything about VR. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like, oh, I'm learning Spanish. Like, oh yeah, I, may, I minored that in, in college. <laughs> you do you what now? <laughs> you know, so- it was great. Now I was thinking, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just, I'll show everybody what I learned. It's not going to happen. No. Just that's not how, that's not how it's working yet. No. Um, you know, I, uh, I, when, when I get back into it, I start looking at it. If I start like having a conversation with somebody who's saying the words that I, I have learned, right. then I'll get back into it. You didn't talk to Keenan's mom today. No, 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 no. No. I thought about it. <laughs> I was like, just say buenos dias. Mm-mm. Nope. That's no. going to get, it's going to give the wrong impression <laughs> that I know what I'm doing. I will say this though, um, before we get out of here for this this opener segment, I, <laughs> Duolingo, if you're listening, which I know that you are, <laughs> the very first phrase you need to teach somebody is, hello, my name is, insert name here, I am learning, insert language here. That should be the first phrase anybody learns. Yep. I don't need to know how to say bread. I don't need to know how to ask for a ticket. Do you know what a ticket is? Shoot. No, I don't. Boleto. I don't need. I I used to know it. I don't don't need to know that stuff. Or the color brown. Oh, brown. We haven't gotten to colors yet. It's uh, movado. But that does not sound Is that purple? We haven't gotten to to, uh, um, colors yet. Colors and like articles of clothing yeah oh golly dude it dropped me i'm, I'm not even gonna get into it i took a quiz and it was like hey here are all the things you should have, you should have learned and i was just using the superpowers of deduction to get through that thing yeah i did pretty well but <laughs> um anyway like i am trying something new and i'm doing it because like it just like these are the things that we can add to our lives that just make sense it yes like i wanted to learn french when I was in high school and as an adult, I'm like, that would have been the stupidest language to learn living in Texas, which borders Mexico. What a dumb decision yeah. to like explore. Unless you were going to, to France. France. I am not. Belly. I am not. You know, <laughs> My sister who worked in fashion industry Maybe so. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Paris is a big deal. Absolutely. But um, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, we we have you and I have basically aside from when we were out of the state or out out of the south, I would say. I I was in Hawaii for a while. You were in Chicago for a while. Other than that, states that border Mexico, like yep. that's. And Chicago has a huge, like population of. You know what I've learned? Hispanic people everywhere does. Yeah. And like that's. That them, them just facts. Like, yeah. If you live in the United States of America, uh, you should probably just get on Duolingo and learn Spanish for free. 
Indeed. You can do it. Or learn Canadian. Oh, eh? That's, that's the other <laughs> country that oh, we border. I, I know how to speak Canadian. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, universal healthcare. Um, hey, we're going to take a short break, but don't go anywhere because you're going to want to stick around. we got a pretty good show for you. Um, and we'll talk more about that when we come back right here on the Church Nerds Podcast. <laughs> I'm Hillary Fisco, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Today I'm reviewing VidAngel, a personalized filter to pair with your streaming services. Are you a nerdy parent who would love to share your favorite TV series with your kids, but the language is just too intense? Are you a film buff who thought of the perfect pick for movie night with your coworkers, except for that one awkward bedroom scene? Are you someone who just wants to avoid graphic violence when you're trying to relax at the end of the day? But that popular new show sounds really intriguing. Simply connect your streaming service accounts like Amazon Prime and Netflix to VidAngel to set custom filters on thousands of your favorite TV shows and movies. You can set defaults that apply to everything you watch or set show-specific filters. VidAngel recognizes the rights of artists to create whatever movies and TV shows they choose to, while also supporting your right to allow only certain content into your private home. There are three ways to personalize your experience. Filter out entire categories like sex, violence, or language. Skip or mute subcategories of content like only the graphic types of violence. Or enable individual filters such as specific words or certain scenes you find distasteful. You'll be glad to hear there's even a Jar Jar Binks filter. You don't have to have kids to appreciate VidAngel. As my teenager observed recently, sometimes PG still isn't PG enough. VidAngel's slogan, more watching, less worrying, means you don't have to violate your own boundaries for what's healthy to watch. People who've experienced trauma can also use this service to avoid reliving it as entertainment. I homeschool three boys, and we're huge movie and TV buffs, so it's worth $9.99 a month for a tool that equips me to be the guardian of what enters my home. The filters help me feel safer sharing things like the Wheel of Time series or Monty Python and the Holy Grail with my family without stressing over whether I can hit the fast forward or mute buttons in time. VidAngel does the work for me. I'm Hillary Fisco, and whether you want to avoid seeing Edward Cullen's sparkly bare chest or you just want to keep your kindergartner from picking up inappropriate new words from the TV, you should check out VidAngel. If you like to follow along as I balance our homeschool life with encouraging, empowering, and educating through my small business, you can find me posting and teaching on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at KYRedheadMK and streaming periodically on Twitch as KYRedhead. Good. And welcome back to the Church Nerds Podcast. Today, uh, we've got PJ with us. We do. We're trying a little something different this time. Yeah. Not having him on the podcast is not different. That is not different. I have set him up at his... Okay. (laughs) Set him up at his own station. Yeah. Like with some snacks, but he just threw his water on the floor. And then he threw it on the ground. (laughs) Yeah. It might not work out. 
We're just trying some new things here. <sighs> Who knows? Well, I'm Bubba, and I'm joined with my wife, Anna, and we are the Church Nerds, and welcome to our LTN Radio Morning Show. Today, we are going to try and talk about something that is uh, socially pertinent, like it's it's a thing that's happening in the mm-hmm. world right now, mm-hmm. and that is... By no means the most important Man. thing happening in the world. But no, 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 no. A- Not a- even by a long shot. Yeah. Um, so the Batman came out, or uh, uh, as as some people will what come to know it. What is it called for reals? Is it called the Batman? The Batman. Okay, I'm just making sure. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm very, the Batman. Yeah. The first time you hear him, like, who are you? He doesn't say, I'm Batman, which is like, that's the thing that he says, I'm vengeance. And so that's like a running joke. Yeah, that's the thing. So um, like, he, I have not seen this movie. You saw this movie, but I still haven't seen it. Yeah. But one of the things that I hear people saying a lot is he's almost never called the Batman. Mm-hmm. He's always called vengeance. Yeah. Pretty so much. in the other movies, so like, why would you? They call him never mind. Bats or the Batman or Batman or, you know, Batty. He's, he's got a lot of different names that are around his, you know, Bat guy, yeah, bat, 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 bro. Um, that's that's like if he were if he grew up on you know like the West Coast, he'd be bat, bro. Mm. Yeah, I actually think that that's a lot like Chowderhead. <gasps> Chowderhead. I think if he went to the West hey. Coast and did that, they'd be like, "Are you an idiot?" PJ agrees with me, <laughs> my man. Give me some of that. Um, Mm-hmm. But anyway, like we're we're not necessarily talking about the Batman so much as we are talking about like some of the the acclaim surrounding it. And so, uh, spoiler alert: there are no spoilers in this this episode. But the only spoiler I'm going to give you is that it was not my favorite Batman movie. Mm-hmm. I do not normally rank movies like with ratings or. Uh, tiers, stature, tier, anything like Except that. Except for Christmas movies, I will put every Christmas movie in a tier list. But in order to give context of kind of where I am with the Batman, it to me was a six out of ten. Okay, Ooh. this is good, not great. You know, it's fine. It's not my favorite Batman. I would um, think good, not great was seven. Uh, it's, it's good-ish then, not great. Decent, better six than seems fair. It's better than meh for me. <laughs> Um, and I'm not going to get into all the reasons why uh, I talked about them ad nauseum on my stream. And if you want, just pop in there, mm-hmm. twitch.tv slash, uh, what is it? Bubba underscore LTN and ask me and I'd, I'd love to share my thoughts with you there. But it is, it is worth noting that this is one of the, one of the highest and most critically acclaimed Batman movies ever. Like mm-hmm. people are just over the moon with how it came out, the color grading in it, the directing, the acting, the storylines, the characters. When the Dark Knight came out, were people as enthused? Because I felt like they were pretty excited. I'm going to tell you, I, I, honestly, I don't know. That's hard for me to say. I can't say. If, I want to say yes. I feel but like then, every time something awesome comes out, we're like, oh, it's never been this good as it is right now until the next thing. It's never been this good as it is right hey, now. Listen, 
That doesn't make that phrase any less true. I know. When said, okay. I know, but it's like, oh, we're way more excited about this movie than the last one, where it's like, that's not even true. You loved that movie. Yeah. With this one, it's with- like when a new pretty girl shows up at school and you're so excited about her, but, and then you just ditch, Man. you know, old faithful. Never mind. I don't even go to school. <laughs> um, but like when when you think about it, I, I can't answer that question accurately because I don't think that we were nearly as socially connected, like social media and digital okay. and stuff like that back then. There okay. was just a lot of hype around this one. We were one. just writing letters to all of our friends and telling us how excited we were about basically, the Dark Knight. Basically, yeah. We were sending telegrams uh, through Morse code. And so it it has a lot more around it right now because... Whenever somebody was like, oh, Robert Pattinson is going to be Batman. The internet was like, over my dead body. We just got over Batfleck. And now you're giving us this. And we haven't forgiven Robert Pattinson for glittering in the sun. It's not his fault. It's Um, not. I know. Do do I like those movies? No. No, I do not like them. They're not for me. But... Yeah, PJ doesn't like him either. He doesn't. He's shaking his head. But no, thank you. I, but still, like Robert Pattinson as an actor, I always was like, after seeing him in Tenet, I was like, oh yeah, no, this could absolutely work. He could do great in this movie. And that's what everybody says. So I was like, oh, and I thought, this is gonna be this is gonna be good. You came home from the theater disappointed. <laughs> I did. So I was also yeah. disappointed. But what I wanted to talk about today was kind of these 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 managed expectations and kind of I keep talking about killing lovelies, um, and those are things that people hold very dear. If you're in any kind of uh, like group dynamic creative situation, you you may not have ever used that phrase before, but you know what it means. I didn't know what it meant at all. But I I've mean, said it to a, you several times, and every time you're like, "What? I know, Kellen the lovely." Think, <laughs> well, it's like we we have a fandom I that's kind of our sort calorie. of like. He thinks my jokes are great. The holy grail of for you, where yeah. it's like this: oh, do not touch it. Do yes. not touch it. Do not say anything bad about it. Yeah. Do not try to redo it. It was perfect. The way it was how dare you if you're going to do redo it you have to redo it my way with uh, my suggestions yes 100 <laughs> percent uh and so some such franchises I, the the batman fits that perfectly right now because as much as people were not super excited they were cautiously optimistic maybe at best going into it now that people have seen it they're like best batman movie ever like I've, oh okay you did it justice. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Like everything. Like it just, he was the best Batman. Those were the best villains. Uh, it was the best storytelling. It was the best detective. This, it was best, 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 best. And I'm like, Ugh. I mean, you say that it, it's funny because people, I, I, I have heard one, one fanboy who will almost not hear anything negative at all ever about it. Like, this is the best thing. How you don't say anything bad about it because if you say something bad about it, you're wrong. But then there are a bunch of people who are like, I really like this movie, but, but. 
a very long list of critiques about this movie. <laughs> like, but I love this movie. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of funny. I'm like, well, then was it really that good of a movie if you have that many things to say about it? Like that many critiques? Well, but somehow something about it won them over. Where I land, so many critiques. where I land with it is I'll, I'll see it again. Maybe probably not in theaters. Um, but I will see it again. Hey, PJ, I love you, dude. Which mommy and dad are working right now. Okay. You're very loud. Um, we just need to get a, a fake microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will see it again because I think it's important that we as nerd culture go and support these things. That's why when everybody was, was busy ripping, um, justice league uh to ribbons um i was like ah it's not as bad as you guys think it is and it can get worse and it has been worse because we all saw green lantern and so like it's 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 important to not come into everything with a massively over hyper critical viewpoint but it is okay to be critical of the media that we consume and so I'm not coming in with rose-tinted glasses to the Batman and saying, this is the best. Sometimes we we treat our fandom with the same seriousness that we treat theology with, where it's like, if you mess it up, you are shattering my world and I'm deeply offended. Yes. Like, we cannot be friends anymore. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And we'll get more into that kind of side of things in the next segment. But let's go over some of the different uh, franchises that are uh, highly divided. Yeah. Highly uh, divided in okay. our culture. So you can like Star Wars or Star Trek, but you can't like both for one thing. <laughs> for whatever reason. I don't know Unless why, you're J.J. But... Abrams. <laughs> in which case, not only can you like both of them, but you can write and direct in both universes. Did you know that he put R2-D2 in Star Trek? <laughs> yeah, not a joke. Go and look it up on, on ye old internet. It's, you, you won't see it unless you like freeze frame kind of, you know, pause at the right times. Uh-huh. But there's, uh, I think it's in the original, the original, the his first Star Trek movie. I think it's that one. You're welcome, bud. I think it's in that one where like there's a hole breach Mm-hmm. And st- like debris is being pulled out into space, mm-hmm. and R two is one of the things that he floats out into space. He's debris. He's space junk. Well, don't read too much into it. He's uh, in the universe. He's well, in the universe, okay. right? Um, Lord of the Rings is one of those things. Like, and right now people yeah. are there's a buzz about it because Amazon is coming out with this new thing, and it's like, yeah, uh. Are you going to mess it up? Yeah. Are you going to do what Peter Jackson did to The Hobbit? And we liked The Lord of the Rings, but The Hobbit? Mm. Poor Peter Jackson. He, he did so great with the his, his initial trilogy and then turned a single book into another trilogy and people did not enjoy that nearly as much. Um, but yeah, Lord of the Rings. Well, I think sometimes you try to ride your past success a little bit too much. Like he needed to just do something new. But he tried to keep going and doing the same thing again. Yeah, I don't think I don't you think fully understand how making him. money works. Um, you don't think I understand yeah. how making money works? Doesn't. Uh, well, yes, a lot of I times think, nobody I do cares. think though, that that's sometimes where creativity dies a little bit. You know, well, like we go wrong. 
That might be a whole different podcast. Oh, but 100%. 100%. Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm not. <sighs> and that's gotten kind of weird of late. But. Well, they're, they're breaking away from uh, what I would consider canon or things that have been uh, th- stories that we know. Like we're getting we're getting Dumbledore's origin story. Um, you know, I love the 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 you know Fantastic Beasts kind of storyline and stuff that we have there. So Harry Potter is one of those things um, that just if you mess with the things that exist in the world already, you know, if you were to try and add another Horcrux or you know try to go back and and remake something, it just wouldn't be. Received well. Yeah, people would be up in arms. Well, like, what if we, what if they remade them with different actors? You had a different Hermione Granger or whatever. I think it is inevitable. Inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Other things that people really love um, and will just tell you is the best. And you have to watch it. You just have, you have to watch it. I don't, but but I do. You don't have to watch it. You have to watch it and love it. Oh, you have to. You just have to. Like, if you don't love it, I don't understand you. Yeah. Uh, Friends. Friends, which I haven't watched. And, like, I, I think because I wasn't... There are certain series where if you weren't there for the moment, it's yeah, like... Yeah, you kind of missed it. You missed it. And I feel like Friends is kind of that way a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to um, be the real. The Office might be one I was of those gonna, things. Yeah, we didn't have that on the list, but as we started talking about it, I felt really convicted about how I feel about The Office. <laughs> um, and like Parks and Rec people or ca- and, and people Dirty are Rock like, Actually, or New I watched Girl. The Office and I didn't like it. And I'm like, that means you didn't watch enough of yeah. The Office. How much of The Office <laughs> did you watch? I thought you were have a Christian. Have you watched these specific episodes of The Office yeah. in such an order? Because... I can make sure you love The Office if you don't love it. Yeah, it's, um, it's, yes, one, it's one of those guilty. things where it's like it's literally like I've I've known you for a long time and I was pretty sure you knew the Lord, but you're telling me you don't like The Office. And do so, I know the first season is garbage? Yes, I. But it's so important. The well, first season, we're not getting into. It. Um, uh, Gilmore Girls is another one that kind mm-hmm. of is on that list. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people who really get offended if you don't love it and. I keep trying to like it. Yeah, you don't like Rory. Me, it just makes me angry a lot yeah. of the times. And of Green Gables. <sighs> if you know anything about my wife, you probably this is mine. Know that this is, I used an example from Anne of Green Gables in Bible study this week. Um, Three people were engaged in that conversation, <laughs> and the rest of us were like, at "Me, like what?" And I'm like, "But it's, but it makes sense anyway." Um. Yeah, this is one where Netflix tried to come out yeah. with a thing and they really messed with it. And I've talked about it on this podcast before. I'm not okay with it. Yeah. I'm angry about it because I feel like they hijacked a character and told a different story. Well, with this one specifically, it's it, this kind of falls into the genre of, what do you mean you haven't read that book? Are you an idiot? And so, like, when we start to think like those kinds of things, and that's not like a malicious thought, but it's like, I... I cannot conceive a world well, where like you haven't justifiable read. because it is definitively like a classic literature. Anne of Green Gables is like it's it is classic it in, in that it is old. Yes, I will give you that. I didn't read Anne of Green Gables. Look at me now, mom. <sighs> okay, moving on. Firefly. 
Okay, this is one everybody has to see, though. Like we can, <laughs> but seriously, like, yeah, Firefly, the highly ridiculously protected. Um, there is talks of their them extending the series, and people are like, I, mm. I want more Firefly, but I don't want more. I don't want. Yeah, sometimes you just need to let a good thing, like, you got to quit yeah. while you're ahead. And you need to let something rest. Speaking of not letting things rest, Doctor Who. Doctor Stinking Who. Doctor Who. Um, this is one of my lovelies. I love me some Doctor Who. Now, I I would like pop in. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's so much Doctor there's Who. A little, yeah, there's a little bit. So much of it. And you watched most of it. I watched all of the new stuff. I didn't watch yeah, any of the old stuff. Which is still so it's much. It's a lot. And there's another season that, that is out that I need to go in and watch. And I mean, this is a show that's written in a way that it can continue forever <laughs> yeah. because, because some shows it's like, okay, we love this show, but this actor is getting ancient. We have to hang up the hat at yeah. some point. They figured out the formula. Yeah. With Dr. Who, even when they're like, oh, now he has to be done because he only has so many reincarnations or whatever. Nope. Can keep going. Oh, can you know keep, what? Keep, keep going. We now can he's go a, on now forever. He's a she. We fixed it. And so, um, and there are people like when I'm, when I say, I don't, I just, I tried it and I don't like it. Like I would pop in on an episode and be like, I mean, it seems interesting and I like this episode, but there are some where I, I, I just don't have the patience to mm-hmm. stay through the whole thing. And I guess muscle my way through the not so good episodes. Yeah. I just don't care enough. Yeah. And that is offensive to some people. Oh, hundred percent. Like hundred percent. And to me, I have seen all of it and I have no desire to subject everybody I know to all of it um, because it's a different kind of nerd for a a lot of reasons it is. British nerds. Uh, What about uh, Disney live action remakes? Okay. Those aren't things that people protect so much as... The, the, we the, criticize them. Like the antithesis of that, like the cartoons, their source material. Certain ones. I mean, there are some that we've been really excited about. Mm-hmm. I think that Beauty and the Beast, a lot of us were really excited about. And then, of course, some people tore it apart because Emma Watson's not a singer. Or, for, it was not for me. You know, I will say that. You didn't like it as much. It was much. not for me. There were some things that I liked about it. Um Everybody was excited about Cinderella. I still haven't actually watched it. I don't know. I, these are everybody's I've not met because Cinderella was the one that flew under the radar the most. Do you think so? The one that is probably the most highly criticized of people that I have spoken to. The Lion, Lion King. King. Yeah, because it was basically a shot for shot remake in oh, live action. Aladdin. Aladdin was one. Uh, yeah, Aladdin, I think, had a lot of fanfare. And then when it hit, they were like. Okay, that was a movie. I feel like that's what's happening with that a bunch a of them. Like, okay, <clears throat> cool, yeah. but we still love the cartoons. And The Lion King, <sighs> I felt I felt not just like meh, I felt legitimately disappointed. Yeah, yeah just not. Because I, because, <clears throat> because I feel like The Lion King was such a masterpiece of its time that has held up very well. Yeah. Like it's still going and watching it. Sometimes you go back and watch cartoons and you're like, ugh. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing we have CGI now. <laughs> but you go back and watch that like animated cartoon and yeah. it's like, wow, this is gorgeous. The only so thing better amazing. than The Lion King was Lion King one and a half. Um, <laughs> and I, I mean that with the utmost sincerity, the utmost. Um, 
quickly run through some more of these because uh, we're about out of time here. Final Fantasy. Oof, don't even talk to That's anybody. That's video games. Anybody's like, oh, you deal so, Final there Fantasy. There was a movie. Wasn't there Final Fantasy I just don't want. I just don't want to talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, there have been a lot of the... Well, that's something that happens too, is like they'll make a movie out of a video game and people will be like, yeah, and then they go and see it and they're like, ugh, no, this one, we'll just play the game. This, this one was just, like, I, I just don't like it because I'm not a fan of Final Fantasy, but it was very Final Fantasy. And they were nervous about The Witcher, but then The Witcher came out and they're like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, yes. oh okay, good, oh. good, good job. Yeah. Um, a Princess Bride, I'm just going to skirt over it because we don't have time. We that, don't have time. We don't have time. But it's it's in the process of getting possibly a remake. But you should definitely watch it if you haven't watched it. And if you haven't watched see, it, why not? See, Annie, you're doing it right now, actually. Why this not? Is, this is a perfect example of what we're talking about. Yep. Um, and then um, my personal lovely is uh, the current James Bond. Boo. Anna hates it. I think it's the best iteration <laughs> of James Bond. I just love how awesome it is. I think it's got really cool, deep storytelling. And I'm um, ready for a different James Bond. Well, you're about to get your wish, lady. I hope you're Yay. happy. Who? Who? Anybody. Chris Pratt. Anybody. No, no. <laughs> I... I couldn't take him seriously with the British accent. I could not. I would watch it. It would drastically change the landscape of James Bond. Oh, what? Yeah. Um, Idris Elba is somebody that they're talking oh, oh, about. Yes, yes. I think that would be fantastic. In I the, love him in anything. In this latest movie, they actually, uh, there was a, um, he's like, he's not a part of the double O MI6 stuff anymore. And so what happens is they give the double O moniker um, to somebody else and like James Bond is done. So they, so it's a different, yeah, he's like retired. It's like, a, like they tell, they tell a cohesive story across his, like the, the Daniel Craig, James Bond movies. There are four of them, but then they're going to make that makes Daniel Craig, the official one, like Canon sort of for this particular thing. But that's what they've done with James Bond in the past is once that story's over, when Pierce Brosnan was was James Bond for that period of time, they told his story, and then it was done. And then we had another James Bond, done. I don't understand that. Oh yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's like it's like different James Bond universes. Okay, mm -hmm. it's it's the James Bond multiverse is what it is. Oh, well. Anyway, if you don't get anything else in this segment, go watch James Bond. <laughs> Pretty cool. Honestly, meh, meh. Hey, uh, stick around. We are going to come back here in just a short moment after this break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about the same kind of concept, like these, these lovelies that we have and that we hold on to from a theological and biblical standpoint. And uh, I think you're going to be pretty excited about where we go with this. So stick around and we'll be back with more of the Church Nerds Podcast. <laughs> Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So this weekend was a weekend of wins and one notable loss. I picked up the new Elden Ring game at GameStop. I pre-ordered it, which means it came with a little fancy ring and a little satchel. And then I went and picked my daughter up from middle school, and we headed down to Charleston, South Carolina, where I was setting up for a Comic-Con. We had a three-hour road trip just getting down there. We got there and we walked two and a half miles across a bridge that crossed a giant river. We, we just had a blast. Uh, we walked around downtown Charleston and explored. We 
ate fancy food, we stayed up late, watched movies, we, we just had a really great weekend, plus I had a really great weekend of doing ministry with Faith and Fandom and talking to people at this con and actually getting to interact in that capacity with my daughter and her asking questions and observing things and it was just, it, it, was, it was really a treasure. Weekend was over, my daughter and I hopped in the car, loaded up, drove back to North Carolina, unloaded the car, and that's when I realized I didn't see my Elden Ring game. And it dawned on me that I had sat the game in the GameStop bag on the floorboard of the car where my daughter was going to eventually sit, and that at one of the gas stations, my daughter lovingly decided to clean out the car of trash and she i guess considered that gamestop bag trash and threw away my game now that's a loss that's like a 60 dollars loss on a game i've never played and i honestly don't know if i care enough about it to buy it again <laughs> and it makes me sad but when i look at that loss versus all the win that I had from spending that weekend with my daughter and all that came from it, it I don't even care. It's garbage. And Philippians 3.8, we see the same idea. It says, What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. There's going to be some things that you're going to lose in this life as you actually follow Jesus. But when you look at them in comparison, the stuff that we actually let go of or lose is basically going to be considered garbage next to all that we gain from knowing him and the love that he has for us. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Hey there, and welcome back to Church Nerds. Once again, my name is Bubba. My name's Anna. And today we are tackling kind of an interesting subject that is 100%, absolutely, undeniably uh, predicated on the Batman coming out and the <laughs> conversations that I've had around, around that. <clears throat> In the previous section, we talked about how um, there are some things that we hold dear that if anybody says anything about um, our fandoms, then we will uh, we'll roast them and we will roast them in front of everybody on the internet, on a podcast or anywhere else. It doesn't matter because you need to like the things that I like. In this segment, we're going to look at it a little bit differently <clears throat> because we're going to take that same stance with things that we as Christians actually legitimately should all agree on like unwaveringly hold to yes and it's not like the we we looked at some of the nuanced things um and I, we will probably get to some of those we don't want to really you know i don't want you to have to wear a cup 
every time you listen to this podcast, so we're not going to do that kind of stuff. But we are going to talk about the things that we believe are uh, non-salvific in nature. And if you don't know what that means, it's like those those are the things that aren't necessarily important to be a Christian to follow him. We might talk about those later. What we're going to talk about right now are these are the things that are salvific in nature. If you don't if you don't hold to these things, if you don't believe them, then there probably is a little bit of a little bit of soul searching that needs to be done. A little bit of time spent in scripture. And this isn't meant to be any kind of rebuke or anything like that. But when I was talking with Anna about this earlier, I said, I want to focus on the things that unite us, right? Not the things that divide us, the things that everybody legitimately 100% should, we should agree on these things as followers of Jesus and people that call ourselves Christians. Right. Cause it, I mean, there's different denominations. There's uh, people follow Jesus mm-hmm. in, well, like different way, different ways. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should say it that way. Definitely no, like it is worship what it is. services methods look very are different. different methods. Yeah. Are you talking about Methodists? Well, that's, see, again, <laughs> it's just. Uh-huh. Well, a, a, it's like when somebody's like, well, Methodist what denomination church, are you? A Lutheran oh, church, a church, an Episcopal church, a Baptist church, a Church of Christ <laughs> church. Yeah. Like you're going to see <clears throat> things do, being done differently. Yet I feel very strongly that all of those denominations, like my brothers and sisters in Christ are, are in all of those denominations within each one of them lives the, the ability to follow Jesus. Well, right. And just because also walks hand in hand with the ability to follow Jesus poorly. And we have all done that in some way, shape or form. And so we want to look at the things that across the board, you know, denominational lines, you know, forbidden door being kicked wide open, like all that stuff. Like we want, we want to talk about those things that bring all of us together rather than the things that, that divide us. Um, when we started love thy nerd and we, we really started to talk about these things that we wanted to do. We mentioned that we are a para church organization. We are not a church. Some people do use us as their church, but that is not our function. That is not what we intend to do. That's not what we, we advertise or anything like that. We want to be an organization that helps the church to love and serve their nerdy neighbors better by training, equipping, and empowering Christians in the nerd sphere um, to use the the medium and the stature and the things that the church has to offer as an organization to further the kingdom in nerd culture. And so we don't want to be a replacement for the church, um, but we do want to tell people uh, that there are things that we hold to as well. And so when we started this thing, um, there were some things that were very important to us as Christians who come from a bunch of d- different denominations. Uh, currently, and I say currently because we have been a lot of places. Um, sure. We're currently a part of the Southern Baptist, um, I would say, denomination convention, however you want to really uh, deline- delineate that. We attend a Southern Baptist church. Yes. Um, members of, yeah. And <clears throat> we have more Baptist background than anything. Um, and, but we have been a part of uh, the Christian church. We have been a part of the evangelical free church. Um, we. I've gone to a Methodist church. Mm-hmm. I've gone to a Nazarene church. Yep. I've gone to a couple of non-denominational churches. Yep. 
Went We've been to a, lot of places. a reformed church mm-hmm. in Chicago. We've just been all over the place. And so we've we've seen things. And, you know, like I said, when we started Love Thy Nerd, we wanted to legitimately focus on the things that unite us as Christians rather than the things that divide us. And so let's talk about some of those things, you know, because this is a Love Thy Nerd podcast. What the heck? Um, it, it, it would be easy just to say, hey, we're just going to read the creed. Hashtag read the creed. Okay. Uh, you know, like that. She's making a grimace face. <laughs> it rhymed. Ugh. Okay, well. Yuck. Um, and Hashtags are a little bit like acronyms back in the day. Acronyms. Hashtagronyms. Oh, no. You know, like it, it, it would be easy to do that. And I think that that's good. You know, when you want to go back and, and read the Apostles' Creed or even, you know, the, the, the Nicene Creed or, you know, those things. They, they are... Pff- great they're fantastic and i think some of the things that we're going to talk about like you can find 100 in there and I, there's one part that i want to read because i like the way that it's stated it's just kind of pretty but yeah um not everything that we're going to say here is specifically stated i guess and that's not to say a lot of preamble right that's not to say that our thing is better than their thing. Like that's, again, that's not it. It's like, as we read through scripture, as we experience Christendom, as we live a life um, that, you know, we, we feel is <clears throat> drawing us closer and not further away from Jesus. There are just some other things that kind of we see. Nor, more preamble, nor are we saying that this is a creed, like that what we're saying. We're not, we're not making Or that we're forming the band creed. <laughs> These are just just some things that we think are like pretty, pretty important that like to really following Jesus. Sure. You kind of, you kind of need to know or believe or do these things. And that we would literally say, Hey, if, if you're, if you're shaky on these things, I would love to have a conversation (laughs) with you about. Yeah. You're actually, are you following Jesus? Are you following some, some idea or form um, of him that is not accurate? Mm -hmm. And again, not to call anybody out or do anything, but like, as we get better. I feel intimidated for our listeners as we're giving all this preamble. Like what, what are they going to say? Let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. First of all, do you support Love Thy Nerd financially? Uh, I'm just kidding. Hashtag cult. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no, seriously though, getting into it, the, the very first thing that we have, we have on here, scripture is holy and authoritative. Yeah. It's pretty important to believe that. That's where we, we get everything from like, right? Like that, that's the source. Right. It's why we know that these things even exist. Just a good book. Um, if it's like, then how do you differentiate that you follow this good book over many other good books. Yeah. Like we can objectively read other books and be like, well, I'll just take and leave what I want to take and leave. Which Um, is how some people read the Bible. I'm going to be real honest. There are sometimes points of scripture that I would just rather leave. (laughs) I don't like them all the time. Sometimes it's because it's like, you're asking me to do something I would just rather not like, I don't really feel like giving my tunic and my cloak to my neighbor who just asked for it. Like that's no thanks. Hey, just don't, 
I just, I don't wear them anymore <laughs> just in case. You know? Um, or, and then sometimes <clears throat> there are things about God that I am like, I don't know if I like that. I don't mm-hmm. know if I agree with that. I don't understand why you would do that. Sure. Those types of things that I'm like, that's hard for me to, that's hard for me to, to comprehend or digest. I think that in order for, for this to be something that we put into practice, <clears throat> it doesn't necessarily mean that we have to understand, uh, just, uh, initially agree with or anything like that like it that's not how it needs to operate but in order for for scripture to be holy and authoritative we need to we need to respect it and we need to not run from it when we run into something that hits us differently in mm-hmm. a negative way like yeah. oh or when somebody's like well what is what does scripture say about this right and then you read the verse and you're like oh no i don't I don't like that. It's like, oh, let's pause. Right. Let's pause. Do we believe that scripture is holy and authoritative? And if it is, then it's okay. It is okay to wrestle with that. It's okay to do right. deep dive studies. It's and okay I'm to not, look into history. Like when we're talking about wrestling with things, I feel like there are some people who reach a point where the entire posture of their heart is just a constant wrestling match. Yeah. And you might be in that place and that's a hard place to be. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes that feels like pretty risky. It's not like God can't handle it. God wrestled with Jacob. Yeah. And you know, in the end, he just, he won. (laughs) And I was like, I, and I'm done. And you are also done. Yeah. We are done with this. Um, and, and maybe that's where you're headed. Um, I think though, Man, I strive mm-hmm. to to put my heart in a position, a posture of submission instead yeah. of the wrestling. Um, just because I I don't know. Yeah, it's not a holier than thou thing. No, right? Oh, no. just be like me. That's not no, it. No, not. It's like legitimately. You know Paul was like, you should be like me. <clears throat> oh, I do know. I have zero zero confidence. <laughs> Yeah. Paul, what? Yeah. Oof. Paul was, Paul was a guy. Um, <laughs> but in, in this, it's, it's just, it's kind of submitting, if nothing else to, to that, that idea, not necessarily this specific statement, but like to the idea that like scripture is more than important. It's more than another thing. It is like mm-hmm. in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. That word is the same word for scripture. Like that's, this is what we're talking about. Like it has always been, it will always be, it was before time. Um, it was before oh, creation, it was right. before anything. It, these things are important. And just because they don't hit well with us right now in 2022 or whenever it is that you're listening to this, that doesn't make them any less holy and authoritative. And so l- looking at the Bible, as as more than a history book mm-hmm. or <laughs> sometimes at the very least a history book some people will look at it and go it's not even that you know it, i'm not here to to do all of that stuff i'm not here to 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 debate anything but it's it is important that when we look at scripture it is more than just a mm-hmm. collection of words right. and pages yeah and you'll hear people be like oh, 
well, translation and politics mm-hmm. at the time and blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> um, if you're, I say blah, 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 blah. And I realize now that that sounds very dismissive. <laughs> yada, 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 yada. Uh, I take it back. Um, but Tim Mackey has, um, he addresses like the accuracy of scripture and yeah. things like that. Um, and if you're, if you're kind of struggling through that, I would encourage you to listen to, um, some of the things he has to say because sure. he's studied, you know, a lot about the history of how the Bible came together, how they yeah. put it together. When you find things that are like people who are like, oh, here's a, here's an error, here's yeah. a difference. And he's like, okay, yeah, but let's look at that. <laughs> um, and whether this is a deal breaker or not, yeah. what, you know, that kind of thing. So cool. sometimes I spell my name wrong. I'm not going to lie. It <laughs> happens when I'm trying to write it. Okay. Yeah. So the next one, uh, God is love. We love him because he first loved us. We love others because they are loved by God. Header, love. like We didn't really agree with how to put, do you feel like I put that correctly? <laughs> um, love is God and God is love. Love is God and God is love. Don't get yeah, me DMCA'd. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could probably sing that whole song that. and I not get DMCA'd. I forgot about that song. Yeah. yeah. No one's below, no one's above. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd be fine if you yeah. sing the whole thing. Uh, but again, that's that's in the title of Love Thy Nerd. Um, and nerd just happens to be a subset that we push this to, but love it, it like coming, coming from the, the very reason that Christianity in its current Christ- Christianity, I kind of said it like your dad would say words, you know, I, I, mm, I don't know. Yeah. You, you, your dad likes to overpronunciate. <laughs> um, and so like, but, but we really truly believe and want to focus on the fact that it is the love of Jesus that's going to break through all of the things because that's why he came in a way. This is kind of a trendy thing in like, um, in churches right now to have, well, to have like purpose statements and things that are just like, like mission year, for example, is like love God, love people, nothing else matters. Mm. Um, and that you see that a lot, love God, love people. Um, and that's a big focus, but I think it's important to realize that it isn't just a fad. The love Mm. of God is not just a fad. Like God is love. That is scripture. Yeah. We love him because he first loved us. That is scripture. Um, and this part I added, we love others because they're loved by God. Mm -hmm. I just, think that that's important to know yeah. like you know for god so loved the world um that we are we as humankind have been created in the image of god mm-hmm. like we bear his image that kind of thing yeah um those will really affect the way that we treat people and so this needs this has to be a deal breaker issue that you have to recognize your fellow human being as a person who's made in the image of god now whether they are correctly portraying that portraying that whether it's like a broken mirror that we're looking at or a a whole mirror that that's where when you're like i'm i'm struggling to love that person yeah yeah, yeah. that's usually why but the fact is that he that person is created in god's image yeah and and he loves them and he loves he has already died for them Mm -hmm. okay and so once we as christians can see that it helps us to, it helps us to view that person as more than just 
a, a, a soul to be saved or a metric or something like that. Like that's Ted. That's right. Sally. That's this, this is a person that Jesus died for just as much as, as he did for me. And so it's and, a big deal. And we try to step you know, base our action on this concept where I, I do believe that there are denominations and churches that focus more on like you'll find in scripture. And again, this is things that I wrestle mm-hmm. with, but like God hates, you'll see a lot of this in like mm-hmm. Proverbs yeah. and Psalms um, where it talks about things that God abhors or despises yeah. or things that are an abomination, etc. And there are there are groups within Christianity that that's where they like base their operations. God hates yeah. insert people group here. A lot of times a specific one. Yeah. And it's like, really? That's where you want to, what? What's see, what's <laughs> interesting too is like, I, I really appreciate word studies and I know, I know that, like the Bible is as such that it doesn't, you don't have to be a scholar to be able to understand it because the very people that Jesus called um, were fishermen and tax collectors and stuff like that. And, and so it's not that they weren't learned. They just weren't as learned as the most holy, you know, Bible theology college graduate of the time kind of stuff. But it, it is worth noting. And I like to tell people this all the time is like, if, if you have the word there that, God hates, that is different than is an abomination, right? So the word hate uh, usually is translated from a word that means to love less. So it's th- there is there is not the separation of love. It is just a degree of love. And so it, it, it's interesting because we talk about all the time. We don't, we Jacob, don't. Jacob, have I loved Esau? Have I hated? Yes. That, that type of thing. And love is less, you know? So <clears throat> it's like, I haven't. When, when we start talking about that stuff, we, we need to understand that that these are people that God has sent his son to die for. Um, and he did that because he loves them. And so it's 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 important that we don't battle against flesh and blood like people are not the enemy. Right. When we start to assign and ascribe animosity and negative you know thoughts and feelings towards a person directly, uh, then you start to dehumanize that person. And the margin for love is very small if if they're at all. And then you lose it. And then that person becomes a hopeless, uh, worthless bag of flesh. Uh, and you just, you, you, you lose it all. So we, we, we want to refocus that. And we think that as Christians, and I'm, I'm, I, will, I will fight anybody on this hill. As Christians, this is what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to love because he first loved us. Our first action and tendency should not be towards animosity or hostility or or anything. Exclusion. Yeah. Um, if at all, live peaceably. Like, yeah. like there, there, there are some things there, and there are a lot of things going on in the world right now that are very gross and evil and complicated. That doesn't make this any less true. That there is still the need for love and a very specific kind of love. And that is the love of God. Mm -hmm. Because when we say that God is love, we need to understand for just one second. um, That doesn't mean that God is full of love, that God's God's heart has, has the largest capacity for love, or he is the best love 
lover or anything like that. Like he is love. Like from from the everything inside of him. What he does, if it doesn't make sense to us, it is from a place of love because he is love. I don't know that we fully understand love. Like I love chocolate cake. I love you. Understatement of yeah. the year. I love Doctor Who. Like that kind of stuff. Oh boy. So when <laughs> when we talk about God is love, it's 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 a thing that kind of breaks our brain, but but it is true. And we need to we need to under, understand <clears throat> if nothing else, excuse me, if nothing else, we need to understand that God is love and that we need to love with that love for everybody. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard, but we think that's a um, kind of a non-negotiable. Um, we're going to kind of run through some of these things because the rest of these kind of, I don't know if they're self-explanatory. Maybe you could do an entire expository sermon or series on all of them. Um, God is the creator. Uh, methods aside, um, we want to focus on the who, not the how. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're not talking, uh, you know, a staunch creationism versus macro like evolution or seven, like created in literal, a literal days. seven days or <clears throat> not, or <clears throat> evolution or any, or I'm not like we're not going there, but mainly it's because very important. We t- you, you just, you just can't know one way or the other. Yeah. Um, but it's very important to know that God or to believe if, you know, if we're going to do this walking with Christ thing yes. that we believe that God is the God creator and he is continually the creator yeah. and that we, we live and we breathe and move in him and that it is his breath that fills our lungs. Um, when you step outside of <clears throat> the methods, the how it's super freeing. Like it's really freeing to not have to defend, um, you know, a, a way that it happened. Um, you know, to, to literally just be able to step back and go, you know what I mean? Like if God did want to use evolution, he probably could do that because, well, he's God. And if he set that thing in motion or, you know what, if God did want to create everything immediately, like he spoke everything into existence, he could because he's God. Um, and then I remember I've only been on this earth for 35 years. Um, and, and even at, even, even at the most, uh, you know, conservative of, PJ, we're busy. <clears throat> Even at the most conservative of, you know, time frames, I, I'm not that old. I don't know. Yeah. It comes down to faith and belief in somebody somewhere telling me something, having knowledge that I don't have. And so I choose to put that knowledge into scripture and I choose um, to, you know, also legitimately speaking from a personal standpoint, you know, I don't, I don't not believe in science, like not even a little bit, like you don't, you don't have to be in an exclusive camp to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you, you don't become a Christian and then burn your science books. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, cause you know, midichlorians, like that's not how we're, <laughs> how, how we, it's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the, the last thing, but it, it, it's not last, but, but not least, um, it, it, there are so many more things on here that I think that we do need to, to think about. But another thing, and the last thing on our list for today is that uh, Jesus return is going to happen. This one is fairly complicated. Um, you have to believe that uh, Jesus was really born, that he walked on the earth, that he really died, and that he was really raised to life. Like all of that is wrapped up in 
his return is going to happen because he, he can't come back if he wasn't here already. And so all of that stuff wrapped into, and then we're not talking about People get ready. Jesus is coming. Okay. We're, we're not talking about <clears throat> what do you believe about the rapture? What do you believe about the end times? What's your, you know, tribu- pre-trib, yeah. mid-trib, post-trib. Are you going to join the tribulation force? Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm Are not we interested. Find clothes all over the ground yeah. everywhere. Two one men day. walking up a hill. One disappears. One's standing still. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff in that, you know, the eschatology of it all, like the, the, our theory and understanding and, and, and study of the end times, right? Like I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> like I think personally uh, that the whole point of it is that we live with its expectancy that we don't take every day for granted. We live in the moment. We do the things that God has called us to do today because we know that God is coming back. We know that Jesus is coming back. And when he does, I think that we do need to be ready in the sense that we do the things that God has called us to do, that Jesus is asking us to do. We love people well. We serve him well. He's going to break that door down. Hey, just pick him up. Just pick him up and bring him in here. The people love him. People love him. We're raising him in a Christian home anyway, so he just needs to, to see what's going on. Um, <clears throat> but just to recap, because we got to, you know, PJ is telling us that this segment is over. Um, the things that we say uh, that we really truly wholeheartedly think, we're not creating another creed, but the things that we think um, that we, we need to hold true as Christians are that scripture is holy and authoritative, that God is love. We love because he first loved us and we love others because we are loved by God. Um, also that God is the creator methods aside. We need to focus on the who, not the how God is the creator and he did do it how he did it. Uh, really that that's, that's of less importance, far less importance. And finally that Jesus return is going to happen predicated on the facts that he was really born. He walked on the earth. He really died and he was raised to life. So, um, Anna, you wanted to to read this little piece of the Nicene Creed to kind of drive this point home. Oh, well, I mean, I, you were talking about, you know, believing. <clears throat> you you said something while we were talking about. Debatable. As far yeah. as like, you know, who Jesus is, where he came from, that he's not just a created, like, you know, he's not, he wasn't just a guy. Um, it says, we believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only son of God, eternally begotten of the father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made of one being with the father. Yeah. Um, which if you read Philippians two, um, there's some of that, like, you know, or, and John one. A lot of these concepts come from John 1 and Philippians too. Yeah. So. Legitimately, um, and I hope that nobody was mad at us, we, do, we didn't put that Jesus is God. Jesus is divine and holy and everything. I I legitimately, it's, it's not that I didn't put it on the list because I didn't think it was important. That's one of the things I just kind of take for granted, um, that we, we have to believe that he is God or else none of this stuff makes sense. So that being put in there, um, Anna reading that, that piece out of the Nicene Creed, it, I think, I think that is the linchpin. I think that's what everything hinders on, um, hinges on rather. And so, 
Um, hey, there are other things out there that we absolutely should agree on. Um, there are other things out there that people draw law, really hard lines in the sand about. Um, I'm going to put some things out there uh, and just kind of just titles of things and we'll just let it deal with there. Uh, worship music, um, communion, baptism. Um, what else is there? Uh, carpet color, um, uh, church vans, um, <clears throat> some more silly than others. Yeah, I know I get it. <laughs> Should your church have a kitchen or not? That was one that I heard the other day. What? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, you, what what kind of people you let your uh, your children date, when you let them date, all sorts of stuff. Should youth ministry exist? Yes, that's a big one. Like there's a lot of stuff out there. And guys, what I'm trying to, to help you understand um, is that it's not that those things don't matter. They just don't matter nearly as much as we think that they do. They're non-salvific um, and they do not make or break your your Christianity, but they absolutely can ruin your witness. So let's be careful when we do that. Um, let's let's try and love other people well. And uh, maybe even like, especially let's love each other well. Um, those of us who are you know brothers and sisters in Christ and we share faith. Absolutely. Well, hey, with that note, we're going to we're going to take a short break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, <clears throat> we have a Church Nerds Weekly Memory Verse. Dang, I did it again. A Church Nerds Weekly Verse. We're going to read scripture. Yeah. We're just going to read a Bible verse. Just deal with it. I don't even want to talk about what it is anymore. Um, and we're going to close out the show, give you nerdy recommendation. Also, we're adding to our closer. What has Sylvie eaten this week? Um, so Sylvie's our dog. Hey, uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more of the Church Nerds Podcast. What's up, nerd? You digging this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Visit LTNOnAir.com and make LTN Radio your new go-to for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, as well as our exclusive LTN shows and podcasts, some of which air on the station before they're available anywhere else. Visit LTNOnAir.com to listen now and find the link to our app. Now back to the show. Final round, fight! Hey there, and welcome back to Church Nerds. Once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And to close out our show today, we have got a nerdy recommendation for you. And surprise, surprise, it's Duolingo. Not a sponsor, but so predictable. if you want to be. Uh, Bubba at lovethyner.com would absolutely love to chat with you in any language that I can speak about that. Uh, if you want to learn an actual language, all right, good, that it can do that. And it wants you to do that as well. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the whole point. And it has stuff not just for English speakers, but also for if you speak a different language and you would like to learn English or a different language from your native tongue if you don't know how to speak english i don't know why you're listening to this podcast mm, good point but on the other hand if you wanted to learn um something that is less useful in most scenarios mm -hmm. but really useful in very specific scenarios sure you could learn say for instance high valerian from 
uh, Game of Thrones. Or okay. you could learn Klingon from Star Trek. So what scenario might this be a useful? This one, this scenario. So let's translate this sentence out of high, or these two words out of high Valerian. What do you think that means? Do you think it, it means is happy my she woman father? What do you think? Say again. Is happy my she woman father? That's the, that, that's what we have. Is happy my she woman father. Yeah. Um, happy. Happy? Just happy. Ha- oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. Do you I- want more words? Here, we'll just do it. Oh, it means my father. Oh, we were supposed to make a sentence out of that. It's not really a sentence, but oh, hold on, let's do Let's do another one. Like I don't have enough context. Oh my gosh, dude! I can't do the all. Rina Are you learning high Valerian right now? I'm not. Are we doing this? I am just pretending that I know. Um, I don't know the. So the words that we have to make a sentence out of that means the same thing as what that person just said. The woman is my mother. I'm just going to guess that because that's some of the, the things. Sometimes this is how I. Mm-hmm. Oh, the girl is happy. I was close. <laughs> that not, I was close. Not really. You don't know that um, my mom was not happy to be my mother. Um. Okay. Well, anyway. I, yeah. Go download I'll, Duolingo. You don't have to buy this stuff. Can you? Can you? Use Duolingo if High Valerian is your native language and you want to learn English. Uh, tough to say um, because they are not real. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, just go check it out. Like, you know, it, so a little bit for funsies, a little bit mostly generally for seriousness. I am legitimately Duolingo. learning Spanish. Okay. From a an English speaking perspective, and it's difficult. Um, just to learn another language with like the, the way that words and sentences are put together. Uh, if you are, I would almost say like, it's easier to learn another language if English is not your first language. Because I think, I think that is agreed upon by many people. Yeah, and well, yeah, but maybe I'm, easier, but I'm easier to learn other language, but then coming over to English is brutal. So yeah, we break everything mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, the thing that's hard for me right now is like where, how to, how to say words good in Spanish, like when to put subjects versus like the predicates and what is masculine and feminine. I learned the other day, yesterday, um, as, as we're recording this, doesn't matter though. I learned that sometimes things follow the masculine feminine and sometimes they don't because they just sound better a different way. And so it kind of, I think every language probably has luster. that a bit. English yeah. has it a lot. Yeah. Yep. Um, but anyway, Duolingo, I think it's really cool. They're not paying us to say that. We're just trying to put cool things in front You're of you. You're paying them to say that. I am paying them to say uh, okay. that. Well, that was, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. That Hey, do we have a, a church nerds, uh, scripture Weekly reading from verse. the Bible, um, of the Lord? <laughs> we do. And I'm going to read out of the NLT. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have often said that the NLT is really cool because it's the closest thing to a coloring book we can get when it comes to scripture. It's possible that you can get closer. We, If you had an actual coloring book, yes. 
Well, um, it's just so simple, you know, like, yeah, really breaks things down. It's pretty decent. Um, okay. So I wanted to read John one, one through five. Heard of it. So we were talking about, you know, Jesus and the things that he does and why he is, um, in the beginning, the word already existed and yep. the word being Jesus, mm-hmm. the word was with God and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. Mm. I, it makes me feel super icky basically, basically all over for a long time when somebody's like, what's your favorite verse? What's your favorite memory verse? It's like, what's your favorite child? Yeah. You just well, can't answer that one. No, I could, I could. I love them all the same. Yeah. At different times. It's yeah. But like when somebody's like, what's your favorite scripture? <laughs> it kind of forces you to choose one thing over the other. And, you know, it kind of pushes me towards compartmentalizing. I really like this one. It's a good one. Yep. Like it kind of helps me. I, I, I just, I like it. Is it my favorite? No, I love them all equally. <laughs> you can't make me and I won't. Yeah. Um, hey, we have a brand new segment on our show. We do. And that is my dog ate my dotty dot dot. Fill in the blank. Yeah, ellipses. Um, we have a brand new puppy. And I say brand new. She's brand She's new enough. She's brand new. She's brand new enough. She was born in September, early September. Yeah, so but it's she's March. actually she has her adult teeth now. That's she's grown so fast. Yeah, but not fast enough, and that's this segment. Uh, she chews literally everything. Everything. Literally everything. She, you guys. She, I buy her bones, but she doesn't want the bones. Mm-mm. She'd rather she chew the head off a chew- giraffe. Well, I was like, maybe she just likes to chew plastic because she seems to discard bones and go for toys. So I bought her a plastic bone. Maybe if I buy her plastic bones. No, plastic Mm -hmm. bones is not good. A little too on the nose for her. (laughs) So then, um, I mean, and she, she likes the bones, but what she mostly wants to do is I'll give both of the dogs a bone. She'll take her bone and run away with it and go hide it in a place, which I've never had a dog that hidden thing that hid things. And then she'll come and just stand and watch Indiana's bone. (laughs) And he growls at her until he's not looking at it. And she steals his. Yeah. And then goes she wait him and out. hides that one also. But when she can't find those things, uh, no problem. She'll chew on all of the everything. On everything. everything. Oh, you know, and I'm everything. not going to. I spoiled one thing. She does like that. She's been chewing the limbs off of this, uh, this plastic giraffe mm-hmm. that was the kids. Yeah. And I try not to just let her do it. Because I'm like, I don't want her thinking that just stealing toys and chewing them's okay. The thing used to be right over here. It's a husk of a carcass. It's just like the torso of a giraffe. It was so far gone that I was like, uh, this is her giraffe now. I'm telling you right she's now. She's done that to most of the animals that we had. We'll have to buy a new set for PJ. Absolutely nobody wants to see just the torso of a giraffe. It's terrifying. <laughs> but while we were recording our intro, the very first segment of this here podcast... She chewed, she chewed something. Another, she chewed another thing. She chewed something. And 
We thought about how to make this into a game and then did nothing to be able to do that correctly. That's my fault, not yours. We're just going to tell We're just you, gonna tell you just going to tell you what it was. So Caleb has these amiibo cards. And if you know what an amiibo is, it's the little figure that you can put on the Nintendo switch that then gives you an item or something inside of specific games. Um, we're super cheap. And so we bought the, the card versions of the things for all the Zelda amiibo, because that's like $75,000. I didn't know that, got them for 20 that bucks this was, like um, shady yeah. when I did it. Uh, I got it from Amazon. I thought fine. it was on the app. It's super fine. <laughs> and so, um, we, we got him these cards and I've been hounding him to, Hey man, your cards are laying out or Hey bud, like you, it's your cards right again. She got a hold of his little card binder and just went to town on it. I mean, she yeah. chewed the cards out uh. of the sleeves. <laughs> and I just was so mad. I just, yeah. Some things I'm surprised that she leaves alone. But like, like when I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil no, it. No, we, we got plenty spoil more it because we the have whole to, we my have to dog ate my homework thing. I was like, well, get out of here. But like, I the kids, she would eat someone's she homework. Eat. She would do it. Eat it. So don't leave anything out when you come uh, over to our house. No. Well, hey, you know what? That's going to about do it for this episode of Church Nerds. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, do us a favor. Hit us up on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms. And like I said, as always on LTN Radio, we are there, specifically us in this podcast, every Friday morning. So be sure to check that out at ltnonair.com or just by going to lovethynerd.com and clicking on the LTN radio links. Um, you can also find us, the Church Nerds, on Twitter. We're not there very often, but we would like for you to come and follow us. For um, me, it rhymes with never. Yeah, shmever. 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 Whenever. You, you can find shmemmer. Lever. Yeah, it, it rhymes so much, it's the same it's word. The same word. It's the laziest kind of rhyming. Um <laughs> You can find us over there at Church Nerds LTN on Twitter. And we also have a Facebook page where, again, we're super bad about it, but we're trying to be better about posting things. And by we, I mean, I'm looking at Anna. I want her to do it, not me, because <laughs> I don't want to do it. Posting the podcast and questions that we have, uh, soliciting feedback and all sorts of stuff from our wonderful listeners. The best listeners of all the listeners are our listeners. Um, and if that's not you, then you can't hear this. So it's fine. It doesn't matter. Um, so do us a favor, head on over to those two places, follow us there and let us know what you think. Is there something you want us to cover? Is there a question you have that we should be thinking about? Um, hit us up, let us know. We'll, we'll do a show about it. I, I kind of, I, I, I 60% promise you that we'll do it. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, like I said, go over to lovethynerd.com. Follow us on all the things at lovethynerd and all the major platforms. And uh, as always, right here on Spotify, Google Play, um, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is that you find Apparently, us. Apparently, I'm not allowed to share from those uh, places. You had no, listen, lady, what I want you to do is I want you to wait till the official post comes out. Then post the official thing so I can Give share me it. A, let me breathe. Give me a minute. Well, I wanted to post it that day. I, You said absolutely nothing to me about it, and then you just posted it. You didn't even give me a chance. And now you are sylvieing my pride in front of my friends. I'm doing what to it? Sylvieing? 
I don't so know he's that our one. dog. Oh, <laughs> and she chews on things <laughs> like, and makes them unrecognizable. I've never heard that word. Yeah. You turned her into my, a verb. My pride and integrity is now um, like not unlike the husk of a <laughs> plastic giraffe uh, torso. Hey, anyway, go and follow us. Do all the stuff. We're going to share things, um, and we want you to engage with the stuff that we put out there. And if you like it, share it. If not, don't share it. Don't say bad things about me, Anna. Okay. In front of my friends. Well, hey, once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And we promise so hard to catch you next week. Another, another, that, that, ba doop, bow. Swoo. We promise to catch you next week on another episode of the Church Nerds Podcast. And as always, if no one else tells you this, just remember it's true. You see. Jesus loves you, nerd. Got him. <laughs>